and Dave. Conversation, crack and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Dirt and Dave's Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Right, lads, the bananas are getting ready to be forgotten about in the lunchboxes and school bags for the next two months. School is out for summer. It's an exciting time for kids, but how do you deal with the amounts of I'm boards we're going to get over the next couple of months? Aoife Lee from Parent Support has some tips for the end of the school year. Good morning, Aoife. Good morning. How are you? Uh, bored, Aoife. What am nothing I going to do? Can do. I want to get on my screen? Can I get on my screens? and nothing else to do. Sick of everything. Uh, can I go to the shops and get sweets? Yeah, story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and every other parent. Yeah, so how do we stop our kids getting bored and actually make them do something constructive without just being on their case for the next three months? I know. And this answer will be different for every family, depending on the age of the kids at home. And, you know, I suppose I think it, it's a real mix um, this mix of emotions this time of year, because I know for sure on, on my end, um, we're kind of looking forward to putting away the lunch boxes and the uniforms and downing, downing tools as such. Um, just to kind of a bit, bit of a break, a bit of a breather. And obviously mm. we've lots of kids and young people coming out of their state exams and summer tests and young kids preparing for, you know, leaving Montessori or primary um, and going on to bigger and better things. So, you know, there's a lot to be said for actually stopping and um, not doing anything. Um, Because, you know, you mentioned that uh, phrase that we're all familiar with, I'm bored. Um, And I think we put, I don't know about yourselves, but I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to kind of create, uh, uh, you know, an itinerary of plans, um, especially when we know there's a chunk of time off. So, you know, I would say, although we might like to have a list of of entertainment set up for the kids, it's important that you kind of give them a bit of space to say, look, it, it's OK not to have any any plans. And that's probably not what you want to hear as the top tip. But yeah. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, you know, if we're constantly trying to keep the kids entertained as such, you know, it doesn't give them a chance to actually, you know, think for themselves. Yeah, you're kind and, of taking that autonomy uh, away from them that they can actually just entertain themselves. And I suppose maybe like all these things, there might be a little window where for a day or two it is, or an hour or two, whatever, you depend on your kid, but it is the kind of, I'm bored, there's nothing to do, I'm bored, there's nothing to do. And then eventually they'll just realise they have to entertain themselves and they will. Yeah, like, you know, I'm conscious that, you know, there's probably lots of families that are still going to be working over the summer, obviously. Um, lots of su- summer camps planned for maybe, you know, more so our primary school kids. But once the kids hit the preteens age, and you might kind of identify this yourselves, but I know in our house now, the interest in summer camps is starting to wane. So I, I, I'll be honest, I did have a moment of panic going, oh, my God, how are we going to fill this? summer because we we now have a a secondary school student in the house and um but I kind of just had to take a bit of a rain check and think right I need to kind of allow him have a bit of independence and um have him part of the conversation and kind of going look at we don't expect you to fill the days you know um back to front but at the same time it's it's okay to have a bit of a purpose so whether it is going out and meeting friends or um 
even kind of having a few jobs lined up so that they have an opportunity to earn a bit of pocket money. Um, but yeah, so like that, it's going it's going to be different for everybody. Yeah, and I, I I think what I like to do when my 11-year-old daughter says she's bored, I just go, oh, great. And then she's like, what? Oh, great, you're bored. <laughs> she gets really confused and then slowly walks out of the room. <laughs> Seems okay. to do the trick. <laughs> That's a great tip, Dermot. Thanks yeah. for that. <laughs> that, that that's, that's, that's definitely... Um, yeah, one for the books. Uh, I mean, the thing is, there is this expectation. And look, at, in fairness, I think we have to consider ourselves pros at this stage because if we got through three rounds of lockdowns in the house where we weren't even able to go any further than 2K at one point, you know, we, we you know, we, we've, I suppose, for as a family and for the kids, we're appreciating things a little bit more. And I know we're kind of putting all that behind us now, but... Like at the same time, I am all about routine insofar as that it keeps things a little bit predictable and consistent for the kids and particularly our younger kids. They cope a lot better when there's a little bit of a plan Um, at the same time when, you know, again, the older the kids are, the more they're going to be staying in bed later in the mornings, staying up late. You know, again, like I said, kind of reflecting back on making sure they have some kind of a purpose in their day. So, it's, they're not going to be lolling around on gaming devices and their phones, you know, for, for, for the best part of it. So look, we're, it, that's OK to a certain amount, but you need to get out and there needs to be some something happening in your day. Um, and again, the more you can have them part of that conversation, the more they'll be willing to kind of work with us on that, you know. Is there any point in trying to enforce a rule about what time teenagers have to go to bed at? Because sometimes they'll just want to stay up all night. All night long. Well, we have to obviously remember, and we, we all have teenagers at this stage uh, between the three of us, but um, they are kind of naturally, you know, more, more inclined to stay up late and like that sleep on. Although my eldest lad still gets up very early in the morning regardless. But uh, I think it's, 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 it's you know, particularly during the holidays to allow them have a little bit of flexibility and a little bit of freedom and, um you know, have a little bit of give and take, but maybe that there is a, a bottom line time where it's like, look, it, we're grand if you want to be staying up, but really agree together kind of the, the time that needs to be lights out. And again, we, and it kind of the last time I think it was on, we were talking about screens and devices and maybe just compromise that phones and, and screens are out of the out of the bedroom because um, that can really impact on sleep. So again, with the older kids, it's all about negotiating, compromising, being willing to move the goalposts. But as long as you can kind of see everyone's, uh, you know, working together as such. Aoife Lee, thanks so much for chatting to us today. You can find Aoife on At Parent Support. Chat to you soon, Aoife. Thanks, lads. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today FM.